my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're going to talk about what I learned from going to an email marketing mastermind. And this actually just happened yesterday. We just talked about it last episode. There's a guy named Matt McGarry. He helped grow a handful of newsletters, and he's kind of growing as an influencer in the email space right now. So we are going to talk about that. Where was your mastermind? Was it in person? It was virtual. It was virtual. Where was it? It was virtual. It was, uh, how many people went? So 15 people or 15 or 16 people attended. Some people have newsletters. Like one guy has like an AI newsletter with hundreds of thousands of subscribers. One other person has 2 million subscribers on his newsletter and they spend about four or 500 grand a month just acquiring new subs. And so it's a significant group. And I'll share some learnings here without kind of naming any names. We don't mind you naming the names. Well, <laughs> they might mind me naming the names. <laughs> so, so yeah. All right. So share, what are some of the main learnings that you got from it? Yeah. One is, I mean, a lot of people are, when they're spending on Facebook, most people are buying their emails from Facebook and Twitter and good CPAs that they're seeing would be anywhere from 2 to $3 or so. And this is for English, right? In United States. Yeah, United States. Yeah. People have, oh, here's another interesting wrinkle. One person, what he'll do on Twitter is he'll buy engagement ads where he'll get like a lot of likes and a lot of views and stuff from third world countries where it's super cheap and that will drive the engagement up. But then once you see like 10 million views on an ad, it's like, oh, that gets you to want to click it more. So it kind of helps with the social proof piece before he switches it to US only. That's a nice little hack. And a lot of people are trying to figure out how to diversify. And there were two SEO people on the call. It was myself and one other person. And we we're just saying how SEO is kind of the SEO is not dead. It's just most people don't know how to do it. But if you're writing in an industry where it's not that big yet, you can drive a ton of organic traffic, and you collect more emails. And that's something that you've done quite a bit. And it's not enough people talk about it. So that's another thing. 
Yeah, what we found is with emails, and I don't know if you guys talked about this in the mastermind, it's actually not hard to build a list. It's hard to get people to engage with your list. So how can you get them to continually open and click and take action? And some of that comes down to building a relationship, just like you would do with the normal human when you're networking in person. You don't just go in and be like, hey, buy this thing for $100,000 or $1,000. You get to know someone first before you make the pitch. And you try to add as much value too. The other thing that a lot of people don't do from what we've seen is they don't scrub their list. And it's just like, if I'm sending an email to a thousand people, but if a hundred of those people that I keep emailing never open up my emails and ignore it, and some of them market as spam, then the other 900 people won't always see my email. Over time, Google and Outlook or Gmail and Outlook will be like, huh. Well, a lot of people don't open it and they don't care for it. And some of them are marketing a spam. Oh, moving some of these emails in the other inbox or promotional tab or spam box. And over time, the 900 who used to see it ends up becoming 800 and ends up becoming 700 and then 600. And then it just decreases lower and lower. And I know you may think that's a high ratio of 900 out of 1,000, but when a list size is that small, you can get amazing engagement. And then the problem that you end up with is you got a million person email list or a hundred thousand and you're only getting 10% opens. You should be optimizing for 30 plus percent opens. That's very realistic. And you should be giving more than you're asking. And if you do that, you should have good engagement and good clicks as well. Yeah. And I think most people are getting 35, 40% open rates and then some in 45 to 50, but they're qualifying their list a lot more and scrubbing their list a lot more. They did say co-registrations are generally trash. And what a co-registration generally is, is like, let's say Neil registers for my email list, right? But then there's like 10 other emails that are recommended. That's like an example of how it go. Dude, Agora used to do a lot of the co-reg stuff back in the day with their email. They're masters of the co-reg. Yeah, I don't know how well they're doing right now, but I know at one point they're doing well over a billion dollars in revenue. But that doesn't mean co-regs were working, right? They were doing a lot of stuff, including co-regs like ads on Facebook and even television. And they were they tried a lot of different stuff to grow. That was actually one of my recommendations. It's like if you want to go recruit a great copywriter long term to help with your email list, go hire someone that went through the Agora training, they're like Agora University, basically. And you, you might be able to pick someone off that's really good. Yeah, Agora is like uh, Agora Financial, Palm Beach. I think it's a Palm Beach Ventures. I don't know what the last part is. Money Map Press. These are all companies that just have massive, massive audiences and they've done it through email. Yep. Two final things from my side is I've noticed that most people in the group, and there's nothing wrong with this, but most people are looking to sell ads. And I think the ultimate way of monetization long-term is just selling your own products and services, but that's easier said than done. If you're earlier in your newsletter career, like that's totally fine to sell ads, no problem. And then a lot of people are using Sparkloop. So Sparkloop is the beehive feature where people can just, we can recommend each other's newsletters. And that seems to work pretty well because you're paying like $1 to $2, $3 CPAs, but it only counts as an email registration if they're an active subscriber. I don't know how to quantify that, but that's an interesting thing. So that is it. All right. Hopefully I didn't reveal too much here. I don't think I've compromised anybody, but um, that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. It helps us grow and we'll see you tomorrow. It's brand new season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.